previously on Will Save. Misfortune reared its ugly head as our crew went toe-to-toe with the feral Grey Bounder. As the room started to cave in, the Bounder struck some decisive blows and our adventurers struggled to keep in the fight. Rick may have rolled, but it was the Bounder that decided to never give up on Nico after receiving a punishing onslaught of taunts. Hope now wears thin for our crew as the Bounder bears down on an already injured Nico Orion for an unrolled amount of damage. Will our crew live to say they'll never give up? Or will it be the Bounder singing Never Gonna Say Goodbye? Find out this time on Will Save. gonna tell you guys something i just thought of this gonna tell you guys something i've never told anyone secrets okay what is it what's what's up can i share it uh cool is it a peek behind the dm screen no he's gonna tell us that he's always wanted to kill nico ryan well we know we know this yes it's (laughs) starfighter related or is it completely no it's not okay what is it i don't like cranberry sauce because it's Thanksgiving Ooh. this week and I don't oh, yeah. like it. I never have. Sorry, mom, <laughs> if you've been a faithful listener this whole time, but otherwise, I don't, I don't like it. I grew like I was that's all I would eat for Thanksgiving, was not even sauce. on Thanksgiving. You just eat it just like eat just, just cranberry sauce. And now I don't really, I'm like, okay, I'll have a little bit, but uh, also candied yams I never touched. What? Oh, I yams finally- are the best yeah oh yeah they're so good i i finally like learned the problems of my ways uh, troubles whatever learn the errors of your ways yeah that's the errors yeah yeah Yeah, the yams are the way exciting yeah it's good it's gonna be a lot of food gravy does your mom home make the cranberry sauces that you have john no straight out of the can man Oh. Yeah, I think it still has like a can, can. shape oh, okay. to it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you. It's not cut all the way, so it's, little, it's just kind of ripples. Like, yeah, the ripples <laughs> oh, yeah. Like half <laughs> falling Ew, over. It's messed up. Dude, I mean, <laughs> if you like it, you like it, you know. But yeah, if anyone has I a just, good family I, recipe, I never send it. I would in. always eat it separate. It was always like a dessert for me, though. Like I wouldn't eat it. Like mm. people put it on their turkeys and stuff. I know. Like, it's that's not a good combination. I think maybe back when people did turkey right, I guess it was a good thing, but. Like during like the 1600s days. when yeah. Thanksgiving started. Yeah, when like your peasants would come in and eat with you on your land. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's actually way too. That's before the 1600s, but whatever. Yeah, you're yeah. farming yeah. people the, the pilgrims. Well, on, your, John, on your land. John, I think your mom would say, in the words of White Goodman, cram it up your, ha- cram it up your cram hole. It's John. 
Who's Step Brothers? It's 2008. Step Brothers 2008. It's Dodgeball. No, it's Dodgeball. It's Step Brothers. White Goodman. White Goodman. Cramming up your cram hole, LaFleur. Who's that play? Is that played by Ben Stiller? Yeah, that's Ben Stiller. All right. Nice. Nico. Cramming up your cram hole, John. Sorry. Not Nico. Nick. Thanksgiving food. Favorite or least favorite? Drop it. Oh, favorite okay so it's got to be my mat it's got to be the my mom's mashed potatoes where she puts a little bit of white pepper in there and just makes it really really good um then it's got to be a stuffing then oh, yeah the stuffing's good too turkey then trifle Tri- then i don't i don't eat the cranberry sauce so i can't say one way or the other that whether or not i like it i just choose not to eat it because i just like the taste of whatever i'm having on the plate i think that's a that's a default you don't like it so you, that's one for my team yeah you don't like it enough to not even try it <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so that's my order nice Th- that's my order that's her order will <laughs> will uh, for everyone not watching looks very pensive this whole time like he's been considering a lot of different arguments here. No, I'm just letting I, it all I, boil inside of him. But how much he hates. I'm going to change the music because I feel like Will's <laughs> going to be very serious here. I actually really like Thanksgiving. Okay, <laughs> I'm very. I I enjoy to cook, <laughs> a good cook, cook out with family, friends. You know, gathering many people, celebrating uh, with much merriment. And speaking of merriment, you know what Thanksgiving is also the first official day of, right? Uh, the, no, no. Mm, it's not like the fiscal it year. Is all, it is. It is just about the universal Patriots Day, universally agreed upon day where people can start singing. If you believe in Christmas, start singing Christmas songs. Oh yeah, sure, sure. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm kind That's of true. against people who put Christmas lights up before Thanksgiving. Like exactly. So I mean, here's kind of the debate: is when is it okay to actually start singing Christmas songs? Is it the so, quote unquote, universally agreed upon Thanksgiving deadline, or is it December first? Is it after Halloween? No, it's it's after Thanksgiving. It's after. John's if like, I go June. somewhere on some on Thanksgiving. <laughs> if I go somewhere, when I walk in, I want to hear "All I Want for Christmas Is You." I want to hear it. It's a classic. That, that uh, exact song. That, that exact song. I want to hear it every time. The me, I really need. Would you please right. send my baby home to me? That was, remember, it was the all I want for Christmas, except I changed it to facts because we were talking about faxing. That's right, because you're a chair, you're, you're a chair salesman. I bungled that one. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Will, we didn't hear what your food was. You just took the sweet uh, so, I mean, neutral approach. Well, I cook, I like to cook a lot. So we do, you know, my, my favorite, like, thing that I like to either bring to a friend's house or uh, have, always have on hand to share is uh green beans with like the uh mushroom sauce and the uh mm. crispy fried onions but i roast oh, my yeah. vegetables and all that stuff and i do brussels sprouts of course uh sometimes we'll like sous vide lamb or do some turkey obviously uh, sometimes even a ham if we can mushroom sauce is good and this has been cooking with william garrett Will's yeah. a good cook. Pat Dude, Will's, good Will's cook a great cooking. cook, but just the tone, the approach, just, just he's so much dedication about to it. the art. Yeah, the, yeah, he's a, he's a true craftsman. That he is. You, that we, we celebrate he, Thanksgiving. We celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving, which is celebrated. You know, it's like a, month a couple ago. weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Canadian Thanksgiving is in October, I think. Yeah. Is that like practice for American Thanksgiving? 
<laughs> no, it's. <laughs> we have to do you want to actually hear my? Let's not forget. Do you want to hear my lower province? I do. I'm curious about the history of. Yeah, no. I don't know if it's verified or not. We have an hour, Will. So let's let's just go. Let's skip Starfinder. Learn all about Canadian Thanksgiving. May historians wonder. My my historical argument would be that Thanksgiving is celebrated in October, mainly in Canada because they're like fall starts in October <laughs> more so okay. than in November in United States. I thought it was because the exact same engagement that we, but it also there is a historical engagement that occurred, <laughs> and that could be that maybe a, you know that could be a latitudinal case for that, right? Like, <laughs> Mm. The latitudinal case. You're a latitudinal that, that's correct. That's Geography correct. affecting yeah, history. That. So that encounter, you know, that is historical in Canada that represents their Thanksgiving. Uh, was delayed Frobisher. by nine months. Yeah. And so it actually took a year, yeah. like, almost mm. you know, a year later for Canadians to learn what Thanksgiving was and ha- start celebrating it. No. no. That's not what I was saying. <laughs> well, I, I mean, this is, earlier, but. this is, you know, you're listening to us on American Thanksgiving. I feel like we missed Canadian Thanksgiving on the podcast. We're, yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll throw it we in the hope outro. It was good. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a Canadian expert, so Kelly, are you ready for this? <laughs> What's up? I'll count us off. Ready? Uh, One, no. two. I three, don't know what it is. Four. Oh, oh, Canada. Canada. Uh, oh, home oh, shit. Native, oh, native, native land. land. <laughs> <laughs> it's a <laughs> Down in Canada. Up. <laughs> uh, chilly, chilly, chilly rains. I've been to Canada. Uh, I've never been to Will, Canada? Will is, oh, been to Will is offended. The greater Toronto area. We have so many great Canadian um, listeners. We have fantastic Canadian listeners. They're, we have great Canadian listeners, though. We do. Also, for my Thanksgiving, um, yeah. I like pies. Ooh, that's a good point. I eat oh. a million pies. And my mom like gets into pie... You know how your moms always get into like a cooking thing where they'll just mm-hmm. cook the same thing for like months and they'll just like pile it up. I don't know. My mom does that and she'll just. My mom does that. Yeah, my mom does that. Stuffing in my family, my grandmother like would shred an entire chicken and put it inside of it, including all the guts and like weird things. So I've never be, been a fan of stuffing. What? We talked about how conversation was a river, and I think I just like vaulted us no, back no. up the river. You're, you're good. <laughs> like, I think it was the original topic, so then I wanted to get back to it and not get I was, I was envisioning your mother shredding a chicken. And my grandmother, but yes, she probably oh, would. Yeah. She eats everything. I don't know if I'm it's also because gonna she was a child of the Depression or something. Who knows? Haul us back and just say, I just want to once again thank our Canadian listeners for yeah, being thank so you. awesome. Thank you. Yeah. You're fantastic. One day, we just might be going north. I think we should go play like and do perhaps a live show in Canada, in Canada. the week I of Canadian Thanksgiving. We could do it. Then I think we should just do that. We should just go do a live show of us playing, and then celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving that very week. I'll have to get my passport updated, though. You don't need yeah. one for Canada, I think. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Americans yeah, get you special. Do. Oh, I didn't need it last time I was there. But maybe <laughs> when was the last time you went? Canada does not create three it's no, so no, 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 we do, we do. When you go to Canada, <laughs> when you go to Canada, there's a section that says Canadian and, and U.S. residents. Canadian actually, and U.S. <laughs> Canadian. But no, Americans do get easier access to Canada like no one else does. You'll see when you try to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I always I always joke that I wanted to buy some land somewhere and like declare it sovereign and I would name it 
the country of Canada so that I could be the only true Canadian and everybody else would just be Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> you could like wow. adopt some of their very northern areas where like the polar bears might chill out. No one lives there. There actually is a part, cl- there is a small piece of territory just south of the, uh, j- between the Sudan and Egypt uh, that is technically unclaimed land and people can actually go claim it as sovereign territory. Between but what and Nobody has claimed it? Why has nobody claimed it yet? It's probably well, horrible. It's uh, because by claiming one of the pieces of land would sacrifice uh, would sacrifice a claim on oil fields out in the ocean. So oh, nobody can like, claim is what you're saying. Like we, we can't just go. Oh, like, this is my so, land. <laughs> like yeah, it's it literally it's just a bunch of dunes. But I mean, you can go actually say this is my land, and people have actually gone and done it before. Uh-huh. But in order for it to be actually internationally recognized by the UN, you need to be able to have a stable population. You need to be able to have an airport uh, and have an embassy. I thought that it was that you you need a flag. That's what the, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's a part that, of that. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. 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 those could all flag. be the same location. Yeah, we Do only support helicopters yeah. that land on my backyard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our our airport's on the roof of my house. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Only many helicopters can land there, though. Yeah, there are people that um, go and form like ocean nations and stuff. They're usually like libertarian paradises, or they try to be, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, Have they started that oil rig thing? Yeah. Isn't that like Sealand? Sealand is also like there's a nation. There's Sealand? That's a thing? There's a nation called Sealand, and it has like, is I don't the floating know. Islands? It's a real nation, sort of. Hmm. And no, it's like built on like an old oil rig or something, but you can actually become part of the gentry. Is that Sealand one word or two? Nonsense. I'm looking this up. I think it's a <laughs> principality of Sealand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a thing, sort of, kind of. It's an unrecognized micronation that yeah, they're unrecognized. HM, they have a flag. But that's Fort the closest Ruffs. they've gotten. Is that? So <laughs> it's, it's a Wikipedia entry. That's the closest they've gotten. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes you official. Patient. Wikipedia. <laughs> oh man, speaking of Wikipedia, when are we gonna get a will save Wikipedia? We need we a will save ourselves, Wikipedia. right? Yeah. If anyone wants to write it, that's listening by all means. If and you're if you're Canadian or Canadian and you write it, <laughs> thank you. I oh, know we yeah, have a Reddit that. page. That's kind of cool. Yeah, we do. We so, do. you know, you know, yeah, what we our, on it, but. you know what our Wikipedia page would be called if we had a will save Wikipedia? Hmm. <laughs> Wicca Wicca will save. <laughs> Wicca Wicca will, will, will save. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Well, <laughs> speaking of uh, libertarian principalities, you guys want to play some Starfinder? You're a libertarian principality. Damn right. That's how I was raised. It's not true. We'll save where you get your Starfinder politics and your Starfinder recipes. You learn so much at Will Save. <laughs> you learn so much. We're gonna we're gonna will save. <laughs> it, it doesn't doesn't flow as well as Will Save from Kelly. Kelly. Will Save. Yes. You know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like the Guinness guy Wilson. who's just going like, brilliant! That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen that, but... No, All right, well, uh, I think it's important to just recognize the bounder in the room here, and that's that. Wow! <laughs> that's well that. played. Well played. Yeah. That's that. Well played. Nick is... Uh, if Nick, the GM so got Nick punishments, go I'd give you that. Wait, no, no punishments for the GM. Yeah, if GM's got punishments, we give you that one. Okay, let's vote on this. I vote no. No. <laughs> no, I vote no. no, I don't want you having punishments. It's not good I don't want for you us. having punishments. 
It's scary. Enemies are tough enough. Will, you didn't vote, but yeah. All right. <laughs> what? What am I voting on? He <laughs> seemed to be puny. I think John's trying to trick us into like letting him get punishments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want punishments. No. So, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Roll it. Just roll it. Well, let's just All remind right. the listeners that Nico did some pretty aggressive things to this great boundary last time, including spitting blood. You all did a number of things. Uh, I love how John's characterizing this right now. It's like, okay, we all know Nico did some very aggressive things, and that's why he's going to die. Okay? He's a so just boy. like justifying this right now, he spat blood, he did this. Well, let's did also that. acknowledge everyone else who did their part. So Dr. Okay did some damage, right? Pretty sure Hears did some magic missile damage. He did. And then that's it. So I threw a grenade at it. Like, well, that, that was like two episodes ago. So that doesn't really count. I'm, I'm looking it up real quick. <laughs> this is a support my, group my, for people who have been abused by Nico Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> I just I picture the gray like taking one swipe and going just like liability. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, in, it's in your he brain. These things are like telepathic. Condition. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, Will, it has the encumbered condition. I had met from two episodes ago, but I think it was the shaking condition. And he's also two shaking too now. You're shaking now too, yep. Yeah. So it's, but I believe that that was even with a minus two to the attack roll. That still hit you because it was a 29. Yeah, because you have an unreal freaking damage modifier. You rolled a 29 and our KACs are like 12. Yeah. The whole point is that Nico only has 13 HP left. I feel like the books are being cooked on this one. Guess, nope. Didn't change. I have 11. It didn't change. I thought you had 13. You had 13 no, I have, a, I have 11. So wait, hold on. Let me double check this. Yeah, let's double check this because we ended it last time with you saying 13. I know. So- Correct. It's 13. Correct. Okay, that's it what I thought. 13. And of course, somebody who cooks the books would argue that I'm cooking the books, but I'm not cooking the books because I haven't changed <laughs> anything <laughs> about this monster. I, I think this book is already cooked. I think you, you, you bought it straight out of the oven. Yep. <laughs> so if I roll. jokes. <laughs> if I roll. Goose. Thank you, Paizo. I can't tell if Will is happy or sad. Uh, I mean, that, I'm, that this could happen. I'm concerned for Nico. I think we all are. But we do know that they have a plus seven. Will. It's a plus seven. I told on you. Your, on your I, I said a 1d6 plus seven. For so if bite. you roll a six, that'll knock down. Nico out. So he still gets a couple rounds to survive. He, might he not could be spend dead. a resolve point. Yep. But then what if yep. you guys miss? And then I don't know what could happen. What could happen? All right. There we go, Nico. Going to roll this crack and die. Crack and D6. Dark. Dark galaxy. I rolled a two. So that's nine points of damage to Nico. Bringing you close to death. Rough, rough, rough. Nico getting stabbed again is gonna all more blood's gonna come out of his mouth and he's just gonna spit it right back at this creature again. <laughs> You're immune to the psychic terror, so you just spit blood as this thing bites into your side. Is that the best you could side. do? Ooh. He's gonna he's gonna be like, is that the best you could do? You great freak. <laughs> Why is he immune? 
Uh, because he's because he he succeeded on the on the save. Oh, if you so if you succeed once, you 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 don't have to roll it ever again. Yeah, ever again. For an hour. 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 Rick nineteen, it's your turn. What are you thinking as you saw Nico is close to death? There's no thoughts. He's just like reacting, and he's just gonna swing. Pure machines. Okay, swing again. This thing is close to death. I rolled a five plus plus five. It's a ten hit for a total of ten, and this thing has a KAC of like forty-seven. So no, (laughs) you were you were close, but no, you miss. Maybe you swung right as it left at Nico, so it bing hits the ground. Yo, like Kev, seriously, can you go like find something to give you like some good luck for like? Because you've been rolling just... I've switched three different dice. Like, this is... (laughs) I just... Like, do you want to, like, throw some salt over your shoulder? Or, like, go buy, like, some, like, chicken wings and get a wishbone? It's because you didn't have that (laughs) rabbit's foot. Dr. Okay, you could do this. Unless you want to do anything else with your turn, Rick. Dr. Okay could end this. You could make this all go away. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... uh, Actually, wait. I, I I am gonna spend that my move action. I'm gonna take a guarded step behind this thing. Smart. Now it's flanked. Now it's I've, flanked. I just and reminded. Seeing this, seeing Rick, I'll nod to him and uh, pull from my uh, my hindquarters, so to speak, <laughs> uh, my tactical syringe spear. And, okay. Uh, Go and just hit him with a uh, my. I have. Well, you were holding your vapor cavitation pistol, I thought, and then yeah, you pull your spear. I can put that yeah. away, uh, and that's my expended move action, I suppose, right? Yeah, and then uh, pull pull out this. You could also drop it because I think to do that and then to pull it out would be your turn, right? Okay. Kev? Yeah, you, you technically drop your your. Yeah, gun. I'll that's drop fine. it then. Okay. Yeah. It goes off. Sheathing, it's sheathing itself is a move action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you pull out the spear. This is your moment. You could do this. Yeah. This gray bounder is now flanked. You get a plus two to your roll, and the AC is already lowered because you encumbered it. Oh, we're getting the die cam here. Oh, What'd you roll? Nineteen on the die. Dang, that's a hit. There we go. Uh, Wait, wow. yes, you got to roll the mischance though. No. 22. Oh, you just got the mischance. <laughs> no, 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 no. Phases, no, oh. no, no. I didn't roll the 20. That's not oh. what I rolled. Oh, yeah, 22 hit. The oh, 22 hit. hit. Okay. Roll the mischance. D20, right? Or D100. No, it's a D100. So we're taking two dice. 90. Oh, you're good. There we go. The good. spear, <laughs> it just sinks in. There's almost like, there. there is almost no pushback in the body as the spear cuts through into the body of the creature. How much damage you do? Uh, big damage, hopefully. Okay, okay, okay. Eight piercing damage. Oh, uh, that's gotta be nice. it, right? Yep, that's gotta be it. You stab the gray bounder. You hear one last <laughs> that fades in your head as the creature falls and dies. Yes. Fine. All right. Jeez. Wow. Wow. That was a three 
episode long combat. That was. That was a tough combat. That might have been your toughest. And that's not including so the other time we fought this thing already. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good riddance. Good riddance. Creepy yeah, gray yeah, dog. Yeah. Your dog the is cats. eating an avocado. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. So this creature falls. The tail limp falls to the ground. You can see that this tail is incredibly sharp. Just running your finger on it would cut you instantly. This incredibly feral creature designed to move, attack, and take you out quickly. Nika wants to know from the, or asking the GM here, can I cut off the end of this thing's tail and use it as a tactical knife? I literally knew you were going to ask that. So much so <laughs> that I was thinking of doing it because you inspired us in the past to do weird shit like this. So like, anyway, go for it. Can I ask the question? Can I cut off the end of this thing's tail and use it as a tactical knife? I think that you could, but if you did not use any sort of preservation method on it, I think there's a finite time like that you can use it yeah, or else it's going to start to do Okay, never mind. Not worth it. Not worth it, though. It would be pretty badass. Oh, Nick will just do it as a trophy. He'll just cut off the end of this thing as a trophy. Uh, <laughs> excuse me a moment. I'm going to, like, take the... Pick up the transmutation matrix and use the survival knife mm-hmm. to slice him open. I want to examine okay. him. Okay. Ah, there you go. Yeah, and then Nico, also think about how that how that plays out role playing if you cut it off. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, hold on. What's the name of the? Uh, um. Oh, never mind. I got it. So Nico kind of says last time getting ready to cut off the end of this thing's tail. He's calling out to everybody. Last time at a game this this challenging was when I was hunting with my dad on Castroville. And he takes his dueling sword after he takes his he, he puts his uh, he sheathes his um, his blaster pistol for a second and cuts off the end of the sink's tail. He's like, I'm keeping this, and whenever I get home, I'm mounting this on my wall. Hmm. Actually, I don't think I can do that. Never mind. <laughs> this is you all I mean, look. There have been a handful of tough combats. This is definitely one that was frustrating and tough, and you guys might have died. Could have happened. Yeah, both of our toughest combats was with this creature. <laughs> we should taxidermy it. <laughs> Just like carry it around with us. We should use it as like a for like uh, whatever, whatever checks, intimidation checks. Not really. Um, you should heal up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. What are you guys thinking? Walk around with the, the head on, on a chair. Accidentally stab yourself and then yeah. dead. I'm going to go ahead. Can can we do like a five minute Wait. rest here? Like Dr. Yeah, okay, just burn a resolve point? It's no, a 10 it's minute a, rest. It's a 10 minute rest. It's a 10 um, minute rest? Yeah, I'll do that. I think well, we need so, to get it out of this room. So let's, it's let's just think about this. What are you thinking and what are you going to do? Let's Wait, what was it. Dr. Okay going to do and he said he can't now? Why? I was saying that uh, take the survival knife from the vapor cavitation pistol, like turn it back into it. But mm-hmm. I don't think it doesn't. It take ten minutes to do that, and also I don't I actually think I would convert. gain anything Wait, from that. Hold on, I got a crazy idea, John. I don't. Will this work? I don't want to take any time. Doctor K is well, talking to call. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Um, we should get out of here. This room is collapsing, isn't it? Still, can I do a perception check? Sure. 
plus 12, 30. Yeah, you're confident that no more, the ceiling is not going to cave in any further. Nice. But if you want to look in, you can see what has happened so far. Um, here's my question for the GM. Could could Dr. OK take his transmorphic pistol and scan the knife? And if he did, would that knife that he scanned have those same, like, horror um, debuffs, potentially? No. Oh, that would have been cool. That would have been real cool. I, I think you would need to do more than because I'm, I'm thinking the thing's poison, right? That there was poison at the end of the. At the no, end it's of the like tail. a. It's a, no, it's like it's a fear a, poison. No, there's no poison. It's a psychic effect from the creature. Okay. Right. There was any hit, any hit. That would have been cool. That, that would have been cool if we could have done. That. I, I super agree. That would have been really cool. Not saying you can't do that again in the future. Also, if you want to make a case for trying to like take the brain and the night, it's like. Uh, I'm not going to say no to cool stuff. I, I I just think just taking it by itself because it's a poison and using the I mean, transmutation matrix. Okay wants, if Dr. OK as the biological expert wants to try it, I mean, that's his call. I don't think it works like that. I don't think okay. it works like that either. Okay. Unless it's a genetic thing. Maybe it's like theme knowledge. Could I do like a theme knowledge check on, on the uh, alien's corpse? On the on the gray? Sure. Give me a life snatch. Well, no. It's... it's um, I don't even think it's like a... You're under a profession? Yeah. Is it a profession? You're an expert in one particular field of study and your passion for the subject shows. Choose... It's a life science check, but... Um, like, recall knowledge about your... What is your profession? Five. Yeah, I think I just get like an insight bonus. So I'll just roll my regular life science. Fine. Okay. What is your profession, though? Genetics. Genetics, Okay. 32 19 and that's to see if you can do it well yeah I mean that's a really great role I think you plan it out in your head you see the steps that it would take to create a psychic ability from a creature's brain and then apply it to a weapon like a weapon fusion or something and I think you would if you wanted to try and take the creature's brain to do this at a future date, you could, but I think you would need more than just your kit that you have now. You would probably need a yeah. dedicated space. But but you could take it and ask somebody to do it. You could take it and see, or maybe there's other there are other places here where you could try and do that if you want to take that time. I have nothing to preserve this alien, though, uh, Gray, and I feel it's more beast than anything else, but okay. perhaps... If uh, somebody, I guess I could take a piece of his brain or something, or his head. Sure. You you want to do that? Sure. Just cut kind of head rotting. As you cut into the head, again, it. This is probably one of the few times that there is any, you know, I don't know that there's any medical study done on Grays. So few and far between. Maybe somewhere in the infosphere, in some dark corner, there's literature about it. You can find We've out. Completely mutilated this dead corpse, by the way. But now that you cut in, you realize that the flesh feels like rubber. Again, as you push in, it feels like neoprene. You just kind of it depresses, and then it slices through very easily. And part of the skin fills in with black fluid, 
but then not that much. It's almost as if the veins are not quite connected to the body. It's very weird. But as you cut in, this is so gross. Pull open the skull. You are able to see the brain. And you're just able to move past a bone right where you cut in. And you can carve out a core of the brain and put it in your kit. The brain is also gray. Curious question. That's some um, gray matter. This thing didn't... It's gray. <laughs> gray matter from the brain. Okay. Anyways, uh, this I, thing's <laughs> neck didn't explode like the others, right? It did not. Does it have an explosion thing? I'm going to say with your life science check, Dr. Okay, that you... And as you're looking at the brain, you're thinking about creatures of the size, the muscular buildup of creatures like this and knowing all the creatures in the packed worlds and beyond all the creatures all of them just like a pokedex you know all you are fairly confident that this creature is smart enough to be a watchdog not smart enough to put a bomb in its head carry a conversation retain enough information can carry out some pretty complex orders and do its task. Yeah. But that is what it's meant soldier. to do. It's a soldier. It's a watchdog. It carries out simple commands. Can think can think critically enough to make somewhat complex decisions, but is not going to retain uh, information. You mentioned it was a mind. Uh, what was he producing? A psychic effect? It was a terror. Psychic terror, which is a mind affecting emotion and fear effect. It infects you with psychic fear. Dr. Okay, can you check to see if there is an explosive device planted in its, this thing's head? Uh, wasn't it near the neck? Yeah. I'll take a look. Give me a... I'd probably, you know, I guess a medicine check. I'll assist on that. Oh, yeah. 19 plus... 4 or 5, so 24. Yeah, I got a 20... So 22 plus whatever Kev gives me. So, yeah, so 22 total. Doesn't look like there is one. Yeah. In the area that you remember, you're carefully carving through the base of the spine to see and right at the back of the head to see if something is there, hoping you don't stab it and you don't find anything. Peeling. It's very curious that this thing is not armed with an explosive device. But the sentient one next door was. It's uh, it's a little uh, it's a little uh, I think uh, less intelligent, gray dog-like thing. Yes, more beast than probably doesn't have anything to protect. Nico's just gonna rack his brains. He wants to do a culture check and see what he remembers from like just stories of advanced weaponry, because that would fall under his profession. Wait, what about advanced weaponry? But what in the advanced weaponry in relation to what? That this creature um, is a weapon? Uh, yeah, that this creature might be a weapon, and or that it's more like a dog. It's able. more like a dog than it is a weapon. But what if the what if it used to be a gray that was mutated into something more of a dog? Mm, okay, maybe that's something, Doctor Okay, or anybody with life science or physical science. I think it's it's just a feral gray. If the grays are left alone too long, they turn into this, just like. Uh, if that was quite that was assumption. If that was if that was the case, why wasn't the now that's an avocado eaten dog? 
If that was the case, why isn't, why wasn't the one doing experiments? It was clearly left on his own for a long time. I was, I was joking. Nick. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. So if you want to do that, I'm going to say somebody should give Nico an aid. I will. It's life it science, dep- right? Oh, uh, I would think it would be life science. Okay. Unless you just wanted to see. So if you just want to see what information. You said culture check, right? I don't even... Well, it's a profession. It's a profession check in this case. So if, how would I if, aid with that? If you just want to see what knowledge you know, it's culture. Oh, it wouldn't be profession? If you want to see if this creature was made to be a weapon, it could be profession. Okay. If you want to know anything more about what the creature, you know, how it came about, it would not be profession. Oh, would it then be... I'll just do culture. I'll just do culture then. So culture would be trying to think, did you see it? Did you read it? Have you heard anything about this? Yes. Life science would be looking at the body to see yeah. what what signs from the body tell me. Yep. All right. Uh, that's going to be a 20, 11 plus 9. Here's a 6. Actually, sorry, Wait, 21, sorry. 11. Sorry, that's going to be a 21, 11 plus 10. I have 10 culture plus 10 culture. Here, here's a 6 for a total of 23. Okay. Maybe oh, don't let me forget, guys. My survival's pretty high, so next time we run into a wild animal, quote unquote, uh, I can try to talk to it. Not oh, talk cool. to it, but like work oh, with dope. it. Let's see if we can tame it. We, we oh, should God, kept no. it. We're not even there. Roll for animal there. handling every single turn, <laughs> every time. Survival, yeah. <laughs> wolves, wolves. Uh, we'll Nico, wolves <laughs> I'm picturing that here's. Did you aid on this culture check or no? Was it just yeah, I did. So it's a total twenty three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Twenty three. I did. Okay. Good enough that I'm going to say this. Nico, maybe one time, you think you might have recalled this some random port you're in, somebody that you're talking to late mm-hmm. at a bar, person you talk to, and they seem cool, and then after a while they start saying things you're just like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. That's weird. I should not have bought you a drink. Mm-hmm. And Nico, <laughs> maybe you were at your company one day and there's just you were walking by and somebody this is what you think maybe you overheard just random chit chat among employees water cooler talk you think that if this creature were a weapon it's probably the case that it's a different species than a gray Okay. maybe there are some things that might have been augmented in the course of domestication or any sort of, you know, controlling or breeding. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they're probably domesticated. That's that's your guess. And okay. again, this is just hearsay. This is you from some dude who's really into conspiracy theorists or some person who's really into conspiracies saying, you know, I bet there's something else out there besides grace. I bet there's there's some sort of, you know, I, I, I read, I saw in this video that they have these creatures that they can send out to do their guarding and their bidding. So Nico's going to relay this to the rest of the team. He's going to be like, you know, one time I was at a port call and you know, I heard some drunken moron over there talking about grays and extra grays. He referred to them as the four-legged extras. And he seemed he seemed pretty confident that these things were just they were they bred these things for the specific purpose of using them as dogs or weapons like dogs. 
but they, they, they are a separate species all on their own, uh, just as Dr. OK was mentioning earlier. So, I mean, it, it's, no, what, it's interesting, what though. I say? Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's, that's OK, Dr. That's OK. That's very interesting. <laughs> I like it. So, Nico, Nico's then going to look over at Dr. OK and like, it's been a long day. I Trust me. Um, Nico in here's give me a give me give me a wisdom check. Give me a wisdom check. Alright. This is what it is. That's an eleven. Oh my god. It's yeah. a seven. Eleven and seven. Alright. You're not really quite you think about that memory and you're like hmm. and then that's it. Well here's knowing that he doesn't know maybe might do a life science check if that further expands our knowledge. No. With that, no. You're good. Okay. So, what do you guys want to do? Here's tells Nico. Nico. Oh. You should probably uh, patch yourself up. Doc, you got anything for him? You got anything? Yes. I'll. Uh, do you want me to roll? I can. Uh, I'll just hit him with. I have one of the uh, Mark One healing serums. serums. Okay. Does anybody else Nico's need Nico's gonna. Nico's gonna cough up a little, a little bit more blood onto the body of the gray. Whatever's and left of it. spits on the gray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He will spit a piece of. And then he's gonna be like, "Yeah, Doc, I think I could use. I, I, this thing stabbed me a couple times here. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of losing a little bit bloodier. I shouldn't be worried about lightheadedness, should I?" Uh, you get four hit. Do you, are you down on hit points? Yeah, yeah I have he was four two from yeah. death. I was four hit points away from death. Okay, so you get four hit points back. Thank you, Doctor. Okay. All right. So Rick moves into the other room. Okay. And uh, Nico's gonna say, "Hold up, guys. Why don't you guys go on ahead and take a look at a couple things around here? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take ten minutes here, just kind of just collect myself." All right. So Nico takes a ten minute rest. Does everyone else take time and rest to regain your stamina? What is that? Or do look you look around? Again. I'm going to say that if somebody wants to rest and other people don't, I'll allow that and other people can do checks instead of resting. But ten minute rest gives you all your stamina back, right? Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm going to wait. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Ten okay, so rest. you all take a ten minute rest. Mm-hmm. During that time, I said I'll wait. Oh, sorry. I will save my ten minute rest. So here's Dr. OK and Nico you're still sitting in this entryway between the data foundry and this room. Rick, you go in. Uh, let me I'll t- just rest around the carcass of this grave. So I well, regain all my biohacks. Yep. Yeah. As Nico's kind of sitting down and resting, he's just kind of like absently stabbing this dead beast hmm. with his dueling sword. Let me read you a little bit more again, Rick. You're walking okay. around. You doing a perception check? What are you doing? Yeah, so Rick steps, he opens up the door and he steps, you know, fully. Okay. And then he steps through it um, about where he was the last time he stepped into this room. Okay, let me read you again just so you get a sense of it. There's still the sense of fracture and complete, you know, uh, disrepair as if this room is very damaged. It's roughly octagonal. There are still these cracks running through the stone ceiling, the floor. Up in the northern part of this octagonal room, where there was this machine 
smoky crystal anchors, gold silver wires, very tightly organized together. There is now a large boulder that has broken most of the machine. Clearly, it was working when you were here last time, and as a result of the grenade, it is not. There's another boulder off to the right that you... It didn't hit anything. It just fell on the floor. There is a workstation that is right in front of you. Your your Dr. K now is, is standing there. And, Rick, you see that at the workstation, the chair and the desk are smashed. And you can see a small humanoid form is crumpled among the wreckage. Just so you guys know, I, I know some of you on Roll20 have moved in. I'm going to give Rick the first kind of, you know, go of the room because he walked in before you guys came in. So yeah, You guys are resting. Actually, I, time. I decided not to do that. Um, it's oh. not worth it for me. <laughs> okay. So I spent a resolve point on like a couple stamina. So. Sure. But anyway, okay, go so. ahead. So do I need to do a general perception on the room or that kind of was? That's, I think we already did before. Yeah, that's that's just a general thing. But if you want to investigate anything, if you want to go move stuff, if you want to look yeah, into so it, I'll, we can do that. I'll step over kind of Is it only Nico that needs to rest? Are we actually just pushing forward? I thought that you were I resting can't too, Dr. Also, I don't need to. Okay. Same. I'm so, waiting I'm for resting. Nick. That's it. Okay. We'll so who is in the room looking around? Three three of us. Three of us. It's fine, Nico. Take take your ten. You're fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm just trying to see who's doing what. Okay, sure. So I rolled a 15 plus six for 21 on, on perception of I guess the body and the computer. Just can I do that, or do I need to do two? Well, which one do you want to do? Because they're tell me what you want to look at, and I'll tell you what to roll. Well, I guess Doctor Okay is over by the body, anyways. He's going to inspect it. I'm sure there's going to be a the head's exploded or something silly. So do you want to do a life science check, Dr. Yes. I'm going to do a perception on the computer. Then give Um, me, and I rolled a 21 for that. I was going to say do an engineering set of perception. Okay. Perception Um, or engineering for, for, for Rick 19 for Dr. K. If you're going to look at the body, do a life science or a medicine. Wasted my roll. It's I rolled a one plus three. Well, I'll say that whatever you were rolled for the perception, just add your engineering bonus. 30. Oh, okay. So it was 18 for engineering. then. 18 for engineering. Dr. K. 17 on the die. 13. You got a science. Okay. You got a 30 on life science. Okay. Hmm. Now, Dr. Okay, you can tell that this gray, as you walk over, and Rick, you don't see it maybe because you walk around the north side of the smashed workstation. Dr. Okay sees it as he walks around the south side. The creature, the lower half that you could see on the southern part of the room, Dr. Okay, are the is the is the the head. And you do notice that the head, yeah, there's a, there's a there's a hole in the back. As you now know from looking at the gray bounder, the gray skin is different than maybe other species, and it seems like it's thinner. There's less protection, uh, and that's why some of these bombs, there's a huge hole. But the concerning thing is that the creature didn't just get hit with this bomb. The upper torso is disconnected from the lower torso. And as you maybe move it a little bit, you realize one of its arms is ripped off. What the f***? I'll say. What is Greybounder? So, 
as you're trying to see what what's going on, Rick 19, you look and you realize this workstation, you you look at the ceiling, you look at where the rocks fell, and you think this workstation was not smashed by the environment. Hmm. Something might have smashed the workstation. Um, can I mean, is it apparent that the, is there like slashes or anything? Is it yeah, something like equivalent to what this bounder uh, could do, or is it something separate? Survival check. Yeah. So see. between the two of you, give me a survival and a life science check. I know that you guys have different specialties, so whichever way you want to do it, I got I'll a do nine life for survival. Uh, Wait. So one at a time, Rick. You're gonna do a nine for survival, and Doctor Okay, you're gonna do eighteen life science. Nine for survival, eighteen for life science. Yeah, you don't, you don't know. I can you take a deep? Uh, can you do it? Uh, take twenty on a survival or a life science. I'd have to look. I think for survival you can. I probably could. I mean, you could roll it into into the ten minutes if you guys want to do that. Uh, I won't say no. You can also survival, use survival my, is untrained. I can automatically succeed at any attempt to aid it. I'm I'm gonna say that you can. Pretty sure that you can. I don't see why you can't. Do you want to take 20? Sorry, I'm, I'm still reading the rules on take 20. I've never used it. I, I, there is something that I can like automatically succeed to. There's some in certain uh, knowledge checks. A lot of ta- page turning here. Is it enough page turning that I should see what Hears wants to do? Or do choose? I'm at survival now. So Wait, were you segueing into Hears? Uh so wait, where where does it say? I don't know. It it might just say for some reason you can't do take twenty on survival. I don't think I'm happy to rule that you can't. I just didn't want to breach some sort of super canon rule that's like, you know, like I don't think you can take twenty on medicine check, for instance. I think you can though. Professional certain parts only. of the medicine check, certain uses. I think it's a whole like trained only thing. So like survival is not trained only. Take twenty. You have the penalty. Or you have plenty of time to devote the skills, and that task has no adverse effect upon failure. The GM might rule that you can take 20 on that skill check. Great. I'm going to rule that you guys can take 20 on a life science or a survival if you would like. I'll do take 20 on survival. Doctor, okay? Take 20? Yeah. Cool. Great. Rick, you're confident that not only as you look and see that. The, the workstation could not have been smashed by the Great Bounder. It was, it was probably a large creature, at least. Oh, and the thing is that as you look, maybe there's a bit of a claw mark, but nothing like the tail, right? It seems like just massive pounds into the ground. And you look back to where the door is, and you do realize that something about the dust, it was just covered up maybe by the dust and the shaking and everything that's been happening. But there are tracks of a large humanoid creature with clawed bare feet. But it the tracks are inconsistent. It's almost like this creature could move without touching the ground. Oh, levitation! And Dr. OK, maybe the two of you are talking. And Dr. OK, you look and you see and you, you know what Rick is saying and you think the same mm. creature that ripped and rendered or rended this gray is probably the same creature and you surmise 
the only type of creature I can think based on everything that we know is that this is some sort of a troll, but I it's unlike any sort of troll that you know. This creature is I've never seen anything like this, but if if what it is is true, uh, great power in this troll. Is there any similarity to that other creature we fought in that experimental room? You would think that it's different enough. That creature seemed like a half-baked experimental creature. No, this is something different. This is new, but more improved. Bigger, stronger, everything, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a large creature. And Rick points out this thing could move without touching the ground. Maybe it's at this time that here's you you start to come in. Maybe about ten minutes have passed. Nico, you come in. What are the two of you thinking as you come in? Here's was here, so he overheard that what happened. Yeah, yeah it's probably yeah. in your comms too. Nico is silent. Definitely creeped out. But he's not he doesn't have any jokes for this. <laughs> Here's just like a troll, huh? And then uh, Chad is actually still here, by the way, because he can be around for like hours. Um, so, <laughs> and uh, he's just gonna command. Uh, so Chad comes into the room. I got ahead of myself. I was gonna have him do something, but I don't need to. Here's just gonna check out the door on the other side and see if there's a lock on it. See if there's a porthole, that kind of thing. Okay, there's no porthole on the door into right. the room, and. Give me a perception check. Okay. Here's. All right. It's a uh, 22. 22 doesn't appear to be locked. Appears that it was maybe damaged a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's overall pretty sturdy and intact. If anything, the rock smashing the once working machine next to it, maybe that caused it depressed the ground a little bit. So if you look at the bottom, the floor is not flush. It's just a little... Oh, there's a gap. A Rick drops to the floor super, and tries to get a peek. It's a minuscule it. gap. You can't see anything. Oh, okay, yeah. fine. Um, um, the so the computer thing, it's it's like damaged. Like it was damaged by the creature and by this rock. It's unrepairable, right? So the workstation damaged was damaged by this large creature. The machine that was damaged by the rock is a oh, different machine. That's not okay. that that doesn't look like, like a computer. You don't know what that is. Um, you can give me a if someone wants to give me. An engineering or mysticism check. I think I did an engineering. Do an engineering. I'll do mysticism. Okay, Nico. Do you want to do engineering or mysticism? mysticism You're you're in the room now. Can I do a computer check, or is it does that be engineering? Engineering or mysticism. Twenty-eight for mysticism. Twenty-eight for mysticism. Engineering. I aid for engineering. So so thirty. I aid on engineering. Thirty-four. Okay, you all aid on engineering. We all ate on engineering, but nobody actually does the engineering. I'll yeah. do the engineering. I'll, I'll be the foreman on the engineering. <laughs> well, so that's then. plus nine. Okay, so what was your role then? So my role was 14 plus nine, so that's 23. Okay, because here's got a 28 on his role. role. So okay. For, for mysticism. But it's mysticism. Oh, for so, mysticism. That's right. For yeah. 28. And I ate so that plus. So 29. 20, 30, right? So we have plus 23 two. plus 20, uh, 25. Plus so 25 engineering, th- yeah. uh, 30 mysticism. Yeah. Yeah. Kev, sorry. I, I thought you were doing engineering on the workstation, which is. Oh, we talked about that. And I said, you were like, I was like, the computer at the top. I didn't realize there was a computer at the workstation. But it's, yeah, it's a workstation with a computer. Sorry. That's, oh, no, I was, that's what I thought you meant. No. 
Okay. Cleared up. Yeah. If you look on roll 20, you can see in the north here, there's this massive gold and silver wires and blue. And then there's a smashed workstation where Dr. K is. All of you are putting this together about what could this machine have been that was working when you came in the first time. The the the, the workstation where the gray was at, the, the computer smashed. This machine off to the corner was working. Odd. You realize this is some sort of a gray communication unit that's built for wherever you are. Hmm. And you realize a couple things. It only responds based on the way that it works. You're like, there's no microphone. These crystals seem to be have some sort of a resonance of some frequency that doesn't make any sense to me based on my knowledge of material science or my knowledge of magic. Except here's something as you're looking and trying to figure this out, something pings. And you realize that whatever this could do when it worked, you would need to have some sort of mind link spell or be able to use telepathy. And that would allow you to connect this comm unit. Now, based on your engineering check, you think, this is kind of a small comm unit. Maybe it's the size of like a water heater, right? Mm-hmm. On the wall. Bulky, but not, you know, not too crazy. Except then as you look in the wall, you see that some of the wall too has wires that were running through it. And so you realize that much of this wall, there's a network of crystals and wires that are within it. So this is much larger. And maybe this would be something that you would see for a, like a large base or a large mm-hmm. building. This would be the the kind of the comms room. But knowing what you know about grades, you think this probably had a much larger range mm-hmm. than normal. Like yeah, like to our previous ship, maybe. The uh, kind uh, of- a, 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 a huge range. But you're not yeah. quite sure because, again, it's broken and you can't really connect to it. Here's. Knowing this, Nico wants to scavenge this machine and what's left of it. So, one, there's no way for you to remove all of this. You can't just pick this up or move it out. No. It's prohibitively bulky. You would need, like, construction whole event to come no. in because it was smashed by the rocks you're not going to get as much as you would have last time because of course it was working that's fair so you get you can what you can pull from the wires yep. you think there's enough here that would have been worth 1250 credits okay. and would have weighed five bulk that's what would have been there if it was still working now you can only pull out about a fifth of that so it's maybe about 200 credits and it's one bulk. And again, make okay. sure you're keeping track of this because your bulk will determine if you're encumbered. So make sure you add it to your hero lab sheet. So again, crazy sort of commune that only works with telepathy. Makes sense though, because you realize that none of the grays that you've seen speak. They, they, they don't vocalize. They use telepathy. Well, that makes sense then. If they use telepathy, if they be able to communicate through a telepathic exactly. computer. It must connect to something else. But what it does, again, it's not working, so you can't... You don't know. There's no way to get this working even with our advanced computing skills. Especially not now that, yeah, yeah. that, that yeah. it's fell. Okay. Uh, one last thing. Who was... Dr. K, you were working on the Grey Bounder, right? You were going through. 
You did notice that the Grey Bounder had a collar, this blue ornate collar of metal, and there was a dark loop attached to it, almost like a tag. Mm. And as you pick it up, you the way it looks, you're like, wait a minute. This is this reminds me of what Dr. Benjamin had. The cube that's a null space chamber. And you realize this is an empty Mark I null space chamber. There's this tiny loop. Ooh, fascinating. And that's all that you find on the Grey Bounder. Well, I'm taking that. So lots of lots of new information here. And here's at the door. So what are y'all thinking? What do you what are you gonna do? Um Nika wants to know with whatever the engineering place he has here, whether or not he has enough equipment to upgrade his data pad with um he wants to upgrade his data pad. Um and have a comm unit in there. I mean, well, your comm unit is already in your earphones, right? You can already communicate. But no, this is a boosted comm unit that would allow him to remotely uh, hack into things and remotely communicate with things outside of the ship. I don't know that you have enough. Mm-hmm. And I think that it would take you probably a significant amount of time. But, okay. And I mean, significant, not like days. I'm just saying like you would need to sit down for a couple hours and yeah. work through this. You would need to have that time. If you want to take that time, again, we've talked about if you guys want to take more long hours of rest. Mm-hmm. But you're certainly well on your way. Okay. Shall we enter this other space? Here's just like, let's get Chad to open it. Stand back, right? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Hold on. I think it's uh, a smart thing to do. Let me finish Chad my fish time. tacos. Hold on. Hold on. I got some fish tacos. Use fish tacos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chad. 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 What's oh, up, Chad? Hey, what's up? <laughs> all right, everyone, stand back. I got this right. All right, stand back. Here's, do I have to do this right now? Because there's some, some good waves. Yeah, you got to do it, Chad. Come on. Oh, you got like a couple right. more hours. All right. You're going to be here for a while. No, no. Chad opens the door. Do it. Do it. Do it, Chad. Nico takes out his blaster again. So now he's dual wielding his dueling sword and his, uh, and his blaster pistol again. Going to do a polygonal reveal here. Also, does anybody want the shock hammer here? Nico needs. Nico's going to be encumbered if he's if he if he continues to. Carry what is it. what is it called? Um, it's a shock hammer. I'm I've been encumbered this entire. Oh, game. I already have so a bunch of weapons. The diamet- uh, magnetic storm hammer. Hmm. Uh, let me see. I don't even know if I can use that. Okay. Two handed advanced melee weapon shock. I can't use advanced. Um, I mean, it, does anyone have like a lot of like inventory space? No, I don't know. You have that backpack, Doctor Okay, right? Yeah, but it's like full. It's got our med kits. It's got like how much does it weigh, yeah. Nico? It weighs. I'm uh, taking a. I've been encumbered this like f- almost this entire game because I have my armor. Um, it's one bulk on its own. My armor, my my weapon, and then um, my two weapons: my tactical axe and my azimuth laser. I can't use and, it. I mean, I could carry it, but. Encumbered gives you, let's see, reduces your max AC bonus to plus two. So that's probably why my AC is so low. And it also gives you a minus five to strength and dex based checks. I mean, here's, hey man, I'll I'll carry it for now until you free up some space. All right. 
Sounds good to me. Um, I'm going to move this Are to... you planning to use it? No, no, but he doesn't want to lose it. It's kind of like in Skyrim. You give your shit to like Lydia. Like, I'll be your yeah. Lydia. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to yeah, not reluctantly do it. It's really good. Okay. We'll split the profits of this thing. This thing's worth at least 1,200 uh, credits. All right, for sure. I have, pl- I have a lot of space, so it's fine. Um, how do I move this, John, on Hero Lab? Just take it off. Kelly will put it on his. Yeah. All right. I'll put it on at the end of the round here. I still don't understand encumbered. So encumbered is if you're half your bulk. Is that right? I don't. Yeah, I think so. Because what's the point of having a bulk of 12 if you're encumbered through half of that? You literally can't carry anything else, maybe. It doesn't define what encumbered means, though. Uh, Well, yeah, it does. All in the conditions. All your speeds are reduced by 10 feet. Your maximum dexterity bonus is plus two. Minus five to strength and dex base. No, like what is the... What the threshold. makes the condition... Yes, where What's where did you find that? I can't find it either right now. Is there? I'm going to the index for carrying capacity. Carrying capacity, item bulk, bulk limits. You can carry amount of up to half your strength score without difficulty. You carry more than that, you gain the encumbered condition. So, what's your strength score, Kev? Twelve. I don't know. Got it. My my 12, strength yeah. score is as much as my bulk, so I guess that makes sense. So you're fine. So up yeah. to or equal to that. No, and I, I'm at seven. So I'm over that. I've been encumbered literally like since I picked up this axe because the axe is one, the gun is three, and my armor is three. So like I've been encumbered. So your day. strength is only seven. I need a smaller gun. What's your strength? If I guess though, um, twelve. Then you're fine, right? Because no, you are not half, encumbered until you get half to, of your strength. That's not what I heard from John. Unless I told yeah, you no, it's ha- no, it's it's up to half your strength. Oh, I thought it was full strength. Oh, okay, my bad. Okay, I see. Well, I'm fine with the storm hammer for now. Okay. What does Chad see? Good question. I'm going to read it and then I'll reveal it. Chad sees, and therefore you, you can see that this room too has been heavily damaged. You can see that there are small chairs, maybe some delicate desks that were overturned. You can see what appears to be maybe three doors, three sets of doors. There's one on the far west wall, and then there's another one to the north, and there's one right next to it. It appears the room curves a little bit to the north. On the sides against the ceiling, on the top part of the ceiling, sorry, the top part of the wall and the ceiling, there's this glistening green substance that's stained and spattered across the ceiling. Also, weirdly, maybe what appeared to have been maybe models, little toys, some of the little craft projects, little tangles of wires and bibs and bobs and crystal pebbles with all these hues, green, purple, blue, are all scattered across the floor. And it's mixed with like detritus from the broken furniture. So there's probably two sets of stations, one right in front of the door, and then one closer to the end, and then this big pile of something on in, in the back wall. And two things stand out. The first is that over on the other side of the room appear to be a few ripped and crushed cartons of some sort of like little action figure. Can't really, 
can't tell what it is. It's just over. There's a pile of them in the corner. And also that in the center of the room is a pristine vending machine. And it casts light over that entire side of the room. And I'll reveal it here on the map. Oh, wow. There's a lot of crystal things laying around. It's very colorful. I'm going to enter, seeing all this arrayed, I'm going to go basically and can I see what these items are and head towards the vending machine? Just remember that wasn't a perception check. That was just description of the room. So yeah. be careful of traps. And, so Dr. OK walks in about halfway across the room and Nico walks into the room. Yeah? Yep. Along the wall, the north wall. Along the wall. Okay, so Same. as you get closer to the vending machine, you realize that it's probably battery operated. You don't see any wires coming to it, which is a little weird. You're like, I feel like, I feel like vending machines have wires, but it's fine. But as you step and get closer, Dr. OK and Nico too, maybe Dr. OK is sliding, gliding, right? And Dr. OK with each footstep, or sorry, uh, Nico with each footstep or rumble of the room, the machine kind of the light, you know, the light jumps, blacks out for a second, comes back. It's very sensitive to vibration. Okay. Roll perception. Roll perception. Okay. Mm-hmm. What'd you get? 22. 22? 24 for me. 24 from <laughs> Nico, 22 from from Dr. OK. You're still behind it, so you can't quite tell, but it does look familiar. You would need to go see what's on the face of it to see what's yeah. going on. So I'll slide over. Mm. Okay. Take a look. So you walk up to the front of it. You realize that... Sorry, Nico, what? Nico will help. Okay, so Nico and Dr. OK walk up to the front of this weird vending machine that's sitting in the middle of the room. You see it's written in common that it's a fusion fizz dispenser machine. And you look at the buttons where the screen displays all the po- all the possible drinks that you can get. And you remember some of these are not tor- geared towards kids, but they're very carbonated, sweet energy beverages. You recognize it immediately. You see Starstone Apple. You've, you've had that. Leovara Lush. You've had that. Skitter Rocket Blast. You've had these drinks before. Is Cash this- Ball Fruit Punch. Is this where the kids were in that one flashback? that you gave us, I wonder. What about these uh, crystals on the floor? The... It, it Just as GM to you, Kelly, like, no. It doesn't oh, okay. seem like like this is there, but this, this is like seeing a Pepsi vending machine. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> Didn't if I was, like, destroy Coke. cafeteria or something. Or, yeah. Okay. Um, I see. Dr. K, you look down at these little... these little uh, gems on the floor they seem like they're just from they must be some from some toys some models you put things together you think maybe these are decorative decorative or for kids you know little planes and ships little tiny swords that have jewels maybe in they them raised them here sorry 
th these clones or whatever. I don't know what their gestation is. You're saying these are toys for yeah, like children? They're toys What's for the kids. Children's area. Uh, along the floor. If you go look over at the corner where there seems to be some other type of toy, that's a that that's a different toy. But just in general, scattered across okay, the floor is that. that. Rick, you walk in as well, yeah? Yeah. Um, has anybody looked at the crystals yet? I just did. Yeah, Dr. Rick's, K did. Okay. They're, they're, oh, that, they're just appear to be okay, some sort of toy. Some they're childlike manufactured product. This vending machine. Another okay. remnant. Can I do a survival check? On... The troll, troll tracks. I'm, I'm gonna look at this pile of stuff in this pile. And okay, so Doctor OK walks over to the stuff in the pile. Rick, you're walking around trying to see. Me, God. What'd you get? I rolled a four, so I got a total of ten for survival. Uh, just, can I do a take? Well, I already rolled it. Can I do a take twenty though? If you guys want to, I'm gonna say that that you rolled it. That you didn't take twenty. I, I don't want to want to roll a dice again. Ever. Well, but you can't always do that. I'm going to say in this moment, you can't take 20. So you rolled it. That's fair. You're not quite as sure. Again, I'm just bad at my rolls being so low. So There's two doors here, gents. So, Rick, you are walking around, and here's still at the door. Chad is chilling with here's. Nico's standing yeah, next to the machine. Rick walks up in front of the machine. Rick, as you're walking, you're focused totally on the ground. And you walk up walk up you look again the tracks there hasn't been as much dust here but there's still a lot of toys that you have to brush them aside but as you do you brush the tracks again the tracks seem to jump like it's not moving and just step 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 there are gaps of 10 20 feet randomly seems like probably this troll damaged these computer stations maybe the the boxes of toys in the corner but not the vending machine not everything which is weird after his rampage he just like pulls out a couple sodas just rampage but there are, but there are some projects some little toys crafts that are still intact you're able to kind of put together it, it, it's just weird physical uh, um, like ephemera pop culture stuff could we say that there's some like emotional attachment to these items maybe but there but there, it's it's a random smattering of items it's just like somebody took the most popular tonka and lego and drinks and maybe some things even that are you know from like the container store things i'm, I'm trying to pull real world references so that way we know that you know what it is they're just bits and bobs like it's a it's it, it's just a strange collection of pop culture paraphernalia mm. Rick a couple things Dr. Okay, you walk over you're looking down and you realize that give me a culture check Dr. Okay. 19 as you walk over as you move over you realize these are little sheeran shaped plush toys these boxes. There's maybe 15, 20 of them. And you remember, these are these these were sold by this this company called Key Toys. And then underneath it, it says a division of Abadar Corp. Core. Corp. 
and it's written across the top next to just, you know, like sheer and plush. But these are probably some, it's Avatar Corp, but they're maybe a little third party because you remember these were recalled because some children were allergic to the authentic skittermander fur, which Avatar Corp said this was harvested from paid volunteers marketed as a as a as a as a premium feature of the toy but you think about it now these are these have been discontinued for so long that they're probably very valuable this boxes of toys hmm which is weird and dr okay give me a perception check so these were the skidamander toys or these were replacements for the f- these are Sheeran plush toys that are made from authentic Skittermander fur. Uh, sorry, what was the check? A perception check. Uh, 19. 19, okay. Nico and Rick, here's... I'm not sure what you're thinking standing at the door. Maybe you're just chilling with chat. Well, but, yeah. No, I mean, does here see that? Like, see these little plush toys? Not from this far no. away. Well, the curiosity gets a better of him anyway. He moves in, but go ahead. Sorry. Starts walking in. Okay. So you're walking up. Nico, you're standing next to the machine. Maybe you're just leaning on the machine. You're just taking a breath. You're still catching up from that 10-minute rest. You just need a second. Just, <sighs> here's walks up beside you. Both of you look at each other, and then you look at Rick. And Rick just has that android motionless sense and Rick is staring at this machine this vending machine the light you're casting a huge shadow behind you because it's one of the only sources of light in this pretty dim room because Rick as you approach the machine something tingled not quite sure what it was and with each step you felt your skin growing warmer and you don't recall being suddenly right in front of the machine and your skin just feels warmer and warmer as if as if there's a hot breeze that's blowing and the the, the sound of of many many voices talking shouting seems to fill your auditory senses for a brief moment and the machine in front of you seems brighter as if there was sunlight on it you just sense the presence of so many people all around you, this bustle and this commotion and then just out of nowhere all of it, the heat, the voices, the light, it all stops as quickly as it came. Nico, and here's you're wondering why Rick is this motionless, but Dr. OK Dr. OK doesn't see that one of the boxes goes glitches and the top pops off and one of the Sheeran plush toys the pincers run these these long green pincers with blades shoot up out of the box ambush and it leaps at dr okay and that's our game <laughs> oh my god this is like small soldiers oh my god we can't catch a break wow. there's always some something in yeah. every room Hey, y'all, this is John Swan, and I was just so touched by Kelly's outro last week, it being so heartfelt, that I wanted to make sure that this week 
on the week of Thanksgiving that we here at Will Save wanted to let you know that we are thankful for you, the listener around the world, for supporting us, listening to us, checking us out, sharing us, and honestly, just hanging out, either on Discord or Twitter or wherever it may be. It's so fun to have you at the table. So with that, you know what you deserve? You deserve maybe an extra slice of pecan pie. That's what I want. Or maybe maybe some sweet potato casserole or whatever it is. I think right after this, go treat yourself because you know what? You deserve it. Maybe you're working. Maybe being with family is tough. Maybe you're on the road or sometimes you don't need a reason. Just go take a slice for yourself. So enjoy it. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your time with your family, your friends, and your loved ones. Be well and be safe. And we'll be right here when you get back.